This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good afternoon, this is Marsha Davis. I'm recording this outside on this July day in New Hampshire, so you'll probably hear some background noises. I hear somebody mowing a lawn somewhere, and you hear some birds around, you hear some cars going by, and things like that, so you can just accept that. See it as a spiritual exercise. Today I'm going to talk about what happens after death. The topic comes from a listener in Alabama. He happens to be a retired United Methodist minister with a doctoral degree, so you know these questions are well thought out. He emailed me some questions in response to a talk that I did entitled Living in the Mind of God. He has five basic questions. They are first, what happens to me, me in quotes, what happens to me after physical death? Second, What about the resurrection of the physical body, or even a spiritual body? Third, is there no afterlife, no spiritual me, to reunite with my loved ones and friends and living for eternity in heavenly bliss? Four, within the mind of God, do we as individual personalities just disappear? Are we no more than just a memory in the mind of God, if even that? And then fifth, what is the point of awakening or realization or salvation if this is all a dream taking place in the mind of God? And then he has some follow-up questions. Does it change anything? Isn't the person, quote, still just a thought form in the mind of God? Is it like one of my dream characters saying, this isn't real, it's just a dream, but it doesn't matter and nothing changes? And then I wake up from my dream, and that character is gone, and all there is is just a memory in my mind, if even that. Well, that's a lot to deal with. I'll do my best uh, to address these issues. Christian non-duality tends to approach the question of afterlife very differently than popular and traditional Christianity. Traditional Christianity posits the continued existence of a personal, individual self, often referred to as a soul, which survives the death of the body and exists forever as an individual in some form. In popular Christianity, the personal soul is thought to depart the body at death and then go to either heaven or hell, either immediately or after judgment day when the fate of the soul is decided. You can Just think of all those cartoons you've seen about St. Peter at the pearly gates deciding who gets in and who doesn't. Some forms of Christianity speak about going to heaven or hell immediately, and then there is a later development, a resurrection or judgment that somehow changes the nature of one's eternal existence somehow. 
There are all sorts of variations on this theme. Different Christian theologies have developed different eschatologies when it comes to the exact order of things, of judgment and heaven and hell and how they are related to events on earth, you know, like an antichrist and the end times and the second coming of Jesus and all that. And then in the midst of all of this is the idea of the resurrection of the body. There are differences of opinion in that also. Is it a physical body, as many scripture texts seem to indicate, or is it a spiritual body, as the Apostle Paul seems to teach? When does that resurrection happen? On top of that, we also have accounts of near-death experiences. A lot of books have been written, both by Christians and by others, that relate experiences that people have after death. Some of these authors are physicians, and some are children, and all sorts of other people. And all of them say that they have died and gone to heaven and lived to tell about it. And then they take to the lecture circuit with a book to sell. Mostly, these accounts are heaven experiences, but some also talk about hell experiences. These accounts have convinced a lot of people that we survive death as individual, personal, spiritual entities. And then, of course, there's the idea of reincarnation. There are also a lot of books and stories, accounts written by those who say they can remember previous lies and have the evidence to prove it. Then there are, then there's talk of ghosts and spirits and, and mediums who will connect you to deceased loved ones, and they also have a book to sell. So there are a lot of people out there who believe that we continue to exist after death as spiritual entities. Who am I to say otherwise? What do I think? Well, to be perfectly honest, I don't know. And I don't think anyone else really knows. I have never physically died, so I do not have any first-hand experience of what happens after death. Furthermore, no one else living today has really died either. There's a reason why they call those experiences near-death experiences. They came near death. Their heart stopped beating for a few minutes and then they were resuscitated. That's not the same thing as being dead for good. I think all near-death experiences can be explained psychologically as experiences caused by the brain as it is dying or as it is reviving. Now, people really have these experiences that they talk about, I believe, these people. Although every once in a while, one of these authors will admit that they made it all up to get attention and money. But most of those accounts are genuine. I just don't think they say anything about what happens after death more than just a few minutes after we stop breathing and our heart stops beating. I would say the same sort of thing about memories of past lives. 
There are psychological and scientific explanations for these without having to resort to the belief that we survive our bodies and are reborn in another body. So, you could say that I am a skeptic when it comes to anecdotal evidence of people surviving death. So, what do I think happens? I wish that all those wonderful stories, especially those Christian stories, of people being reunited with loved ones in heaven and living happily ever after in a celestial paradise were true. But I think they are wishful thinking. They are the ego wishing and wanting and thinking that it will live forever. I don't think it's going to happen that way. But if I die and find that all those stories are true, then I'll be fine with that. I just don't think I'm going to be surprised. As I have said many times, the personal, individual self is just a temporary phenomenon. It does not survive the death of the body. It can't. The psyche is a product of the brain, which is part of the body. The psyche dies when the brain dies. The individual self exists only as long as the individual body exists. Even the biblical writers knew this which is why they came up with the idea of the resurrection of the body. They knew that for a person to exist, the person had to have a body. So, again, what happens after death? Well, maybe there will be a resurrection of the body, either a physical body or a spiritual body. Maybe those biblical passages that talk about resurrection are to be taken literally. I don't know. If that's the case, then I will be the first to shout hallelujah on Resurrection Day when I rise to meet the Lord in the air. But I don't think that resurrection is meant to be taken literally. My experience is that I am not that personal self that everybody thinks is going to be resurrected. The individual psyche is an expression of what I truly am, but I am more than that. I am the life that is incarnated in all life, in all beings, including human beings. And that is the meaning of reincarnation, if you want to find meaning in that term. And even the meaning of resurrection, if you want to interpret that way, my true nature is much more than this one short-lived human existence. I was before this human body was. As Jesus said, before Abraham was born, I am. That is true, not just of Jesus, but of all of us. I was before this body was born, and I will be after this body dies. Like Jesus, we are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I believe in eternal life, not as an article of faith to be taken on faith, but because I know eternal life now. I know I am, and this I am is eternal life. I know that what I truly am cannot die. The same with you.
What happens after we die? The individual human consciousness comes to an end. No more me. But the universal, eternal consciousness that is expressed as me, in me, through me, that consciousness that we call God continues. And I think that everyone who believes in God could agree with that statement, that, that God continues after we die. The difference is that I'm saying that we are one with this divine consciousness. This consciousness is the universe, is the nature of the universe, and this consciousness is always, and it continues. In that sense, we continue after death because this is who we really are. The good news is that this divine consciousness can be known now. When I die, I expect that this divine consciousness that I know now will continue. Although my individual, personal consciousness will end. So, is there no personal existence after death? I would say that all personal existences now are part of God, including my personal existence and yours. I think Jesus is the model for this. Christians say that Jesus lives now. That's what the resurrection of Jesus means. Jesus lives. In the same way we live also. We live in Christ, Christians say. That is what Jesus said. Because I live, you will live also. We live in Christ as the Eternal One who was and is Jesus. The historical Jesus is the Eternal Christ. In the same way, our historical existence is one with the Eternal Christ. Our awareness is the awareness of the Living Christ. In this sense, our true nature is eternal. All lives that have ever been lived are not, therefore, lost and forgotten. They're not erased as if they never existed. They are part of eternity because they are eternity. They are expressions of eternal God. They are creations of the mind of God, and that mind of God is eternal. The universe is the consciousness of God. Our human consciousness is the consciousness of God. Our memories are the memories of God. When we die, we are one with God. And everything we ever were is one with God, eternally. I expect that when I die, I will be united with loved ones in a way much more profound than living forever as spiritual entities in a gated heavenly theme park or being part of an endless worship service. We will be one with each other completely as Jesus and God are one because that is reality now. 
That is the communion of the saints. That's the kingdom of heaven. We are always united with loved ones because we are already one. There is only one. That's what non-dual means. All that has ever been and ever will be is one. All human and animal lives that have ever lived are one life in God. And we are that life. That is eternal life. And that is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.